Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Edmund Rostant is not yet 30, but he already has two children and a lot of anxieties. He hasn't written anything for two years. In desperation, he offers the great Constant Coquelin a new play, a heroic comedy written in verse for the holidays. There's just one problem. The play hasn't been written yet. Ignoring the whims of the actresses, the demands of the Corsican producers, his wife's jealousy, his best friend's relationship problems, and the lack of enthusiasm for all of those around him, Edmund begins to write the play that nobody believes in. For the time being, he only has the title, Sereno de Bergerac. And with that, I'd like to introduce to uh, our audience the director of, and writer of this wonderful new film called Sereno, My Love, and that would be Alexei Michalik. Thank you, and so, thank you so much for, for agreeing to come on the program. And uh, I just want to tell you at the outset that this is just such a fun film. Thank you. Uh, and it's so, it's so beautiful in the rhythm of the film. What I really kind of locked into was uh, there's a certain pace to the dialogue, a pace to sort of the, the action on the part of the, the actors, the, in the characters in the, in the film. Um, first of all, I'm going to ask you how you came to... Um, to write and direct uh, Cyrano, My Love, and then we'll, I want to talk to you as well about sort of the rhythm and pace of the film. But how yeah. did this come to you? Well, um, the, the thing is, I think 20 years ago, I saw Shakespeare in Love, and I was completely moved by this movie, and I figured, that's a great idea. Why didn't we ever do it with a French writer to tell the story of how a masterpiece is created? And then a few years later, I was reading Cyrano uh, de Bergerac, which is one of my favorite plays. And at the end of the play, there was a little leaflet talking about the creation of the play. And I learned that the, the, the writer, the author, Edmond Rostand, was only 29 when he wrote Cyrano. And I figured, that's crazy. I, fi- I thought he was an old, wise man writing this. And I also learned that before Cyrano, he had only made flops and that no one believed Cyrano was going to work. Everybody believed it was going to bomb. And the premiere of Cyrano was the biggest event in French theater. It was insane. It became the huge success in France, and it's still a huge success. Every time Cyrano is put up on stage, it's a hit, even now, after over 100 years after this premiere. So I figured that's the story I want to tell. And for 10 years, I carried it with me because I, I had it in my mind and I figured this would be a crazy movie about theater and it would, be a, it would be a love letter to theater. And I found a producer who accepted to do it and said, all right, let's write the script and we'll try to find the money for it. But eventually, well, we couldn't find the money because nobody, nobody believed in this. And in the end, I said, well, why don't I do it in theater? Because I had, I, I, I'm a theater director, and, and I had a couple of plays that were really working well. So I figured maybe I can find a theater that will, that will follow us with a, with a 12 actors play. And I did. <clears throat> and this play opened in Paris in 2016, and it, and it was an, an, an incredible hit. And, and it's still running after four years. And, uh, and the play instantly attracted the attention of uh, the financiers, the movie financiers, that said, hey, why don't we do it as a movie? And I said, yeah, it's a good idea. Can I direct it? And that was it. And that's how my, my 
kind of my life goal was achieved. Setting about to turn this into the film, and as I mentioned earlier, this has so much energy. That's another way of saying what I said earlier, the sort mm -hmm. of the pace, the feel, the vibe to the film. It's this energy. And was that always in your mind from the beginning? Uh, you was. mentioned Shakespeare in Love, and there is that kind of almost, yes, there is a sort of energy that it shares with that film. I think, I think so. But yeah, even the, the what I really needed was the essence of Cyrano to be translated in the movie. And Cyrano has heroism, it has romanticism, it has comedy, it has, it's, it, it's got everything. And I wanted all of these elements to be in in uh, in Cyrano my love but mostly i didn't want the audience to be bored you know i wanted because of what i hate is when i hear people saying i don't like theater because theater is boring and that's an image that i i can't accept to be associated with theater so the only w way i could get around this was to have this pace this rhythm this uh uh, because also this is what gives us comedy. Comedy is, is rhythm. So it was an obsession. And uh, whether it is in the play or in this movie, uh, the actors had always, they could hear this. I was snapping my fingers all the time, every time the pace was going down. I was like, no, you got to go faster. You got to go faster. Yeah. Because, because if not, well, you're losing the audience. So, so it was an obsession, yeah. Yeah. Well, while we're talking about energy and movie references, you uh, Shakespeare in Love. Another film this reminds me of is uh, Topsy Turvey, uh, the uh, Mike Lee film yeah. about theater, about Gilbert and Sullivan. Mm. It, 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 and I, I do, I, I, I'm really drawn to films that are films about theater. Yeah. <laughs> what is What do you find that is so attractive about turning the production of a play and the staging of a play that, that translates so well into cinema? Well, I mean, there's... Uh, there's a tr big tradition in 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 uh, in, in American, uh, not even movies, but in musicals, for example. It's it's a type of musical, you know, like the producers is this type of musicals. Right. It's a play about the play, you know. It's a play about a play getting stage. Forty um, Second uh, Street was also about making a musical. There's, it's it's a jar. And uh, singing and in, the in the movies, rain. Sing yeah, and in the in yeah, the sorry. movies, there's always this. Uh, we we like to have movies about what's what's behind the scene. Yes. I love it, uh, of course, because I'm from I'm from the theater world. So, but but I think it's a it's a specific thing that that people love. Uh, it's how how is it made? How what's the magic behind what we know? And uh, and I and I and I'm also specifically drawn to this period, 19th century, the end of the 19th century, because it's the period where movies didn't exist. And cinema didn't exist, and so the only way uh, the audience could uh, could find its uh, its, uh, its pleasure was through theater. And so it's kind of a golden age for theater, uh, whether it is in in the U.S. or in 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 France or in Europe. Uh, it's the only place the audience can go to. And so I love this period. So I wanted to show all my love for this period and for this moment where. Well, they make movie, they make plays as they would make uh, a super production today in in movies. There was in Cyrano, there was 100 actors on stage, which would be completely impossible today. But at the time, it was just a normal big production for theater. Let me remind our listeners that uh, we are speaking with Alexei Michalek, the director and writer of the new film Cyrano, My Love, and. You, you mentioned how many people you know are in a production like this. 
uh, I, I appreciated the fact that the film never gets bogged down in one particular part of the telling of the story. So we're, we're in the production of the, well, first we're in the sort of the, the writer's block that Edmund is going through. And then, but you keep the, the, the different storylines and threads going throughout the film in a way that is extremely accessible and really pulls you through the story, the overall film. And I'm sure this is a conscious decision on your part, but I just want to do a, you know, let you know how appreciative I am because there's a lot of moving parts in the film. It's, it, I tried, it's, it's an ensemble cast. It's like, it's really, I wanted to tell the story of the creation of the play. So it's a gen- generic thing. It's a troupe play. Yeah. Uh, there's, when you create a play like this, there's always a lot of people. So of course it's going to focus on Edmund and, and the writer, but there's always the actors, there's the the costume designer, there's the light designer, there's everyone that's working on a, a movie or a play, and that's what I wanted to, to render. I wanted to talk about all these char- different characters that make a play. And I, I wanted, I, I, I can only have, like, uh, be empathetic with them, I can, because, because that's my world. So I wanted to transmit to an audience all this love I have for this world. Yeah. The, uh, the film, in many ways rises and falls on the strength of the performances, in particular, um, uh, Thomas uh, Solivieras. Yes, Solivieras. He's wonderful. He's a a very vulnerable, likable lead in the film. He's, he's I just liked his, his likability, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Mm. Uh, what were you looking for in that particular role? What, what did what did uh, he, Thomas bring to the role that you were? Really... I mean, what I needed was an actor who was a real young actor because he was 29 at the time, mm-hmm. but also who was uh, credible in uh, in uh, in being the writer of this play. And Thomas, I knew him from theater, and I knew that, and he was starting to have this career in movies and starting to lead in French movies, and so I was like, well, that would be the right time for it. But he has this face that is very juvenile. <laughs> yes, so, he does. So I said, okay, look, uh, he, has, he has no facial hair. So I said, look, we're going to have to convince the producers. So come in, learn, like, basically the whole script, and we're going to do some tryouts, and then we're going to film it, and we're going to edit it, but we're going to put, like, a mustache on you, and we're <laughs> going to put, like, the right costume, and we're going to show everyone that you would be the, the part. And so we did. And, and of course... The, the his force is that he has this youth in him, but also he's very mature as a as a man and as an actor. So it's uh, it's all this uh, it's this duality that I was looking for in this character. It's the youth and the and of course the maturity to be able to write this masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, and it and it works. It works for in his performance. There's a number of other really wonderful performances in here. Uh, I will say Olivier. Gomez, who's yeah. wonderful as Constance, um, who's just terrific. Yeah, who's play, who's playing Cyrano at the end. Yeah. Look, Olivier Gomez is an amazing actor. He's a Belgian actor, but he's he's been in like a hundred movies. And the hard part for Coquelin, which is the, the 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 character, which is an actor who was also like the the manager of the troupe and 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 the leader of the of the gang, and he's the character for he's the per, he's the, the actor for which uh, Edmund wrote Cyrano. And the the hard part was to find someone who would be a great comedy actor because he's a great he's he's very funny and throughout the whole movie, but also would be able to play Cyrano at the end, 
and Cyrano being this big dramatic part. And so I needed this kind of, you know, uh, actor that can play both. And Olivier Gourmet was, I knew it would be able to do everything. But he do, he's not often cast as a comedy actor because he's, he usually plays like tortured psychological parts. So he was thrilled to come and play something lighter. And, and he was just, uh, just the, the nicest man on stage. Absolutely. And he, well, he, he has, in this performance, he has the the gravitas of mm. that role to be able to play that role but also um he he he's also again i, I i'm going to use this word probably too many times but he's a very likable in yeah. an inviting character as well even though at, at the beginning he's he's very positive he believes I, that rostan can do anything and he yeah, continues and to he's re- the only one he's the only one who believes this actually <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but there's no the the, the truth is I tried to make all the characters really likable. There's no real bad guy in the movie. Right. You know, it's it's more about everybody's a bit of a pain in the in the <laughs> back. You know, the, the the producers are a bit they're not easy to work with. The actress, the, the there's a lot of challenges for Edmund, as there are in life. But in fact, and that's my belief. There's not. It's not. There's never one bad guy and one hero. There's always like situation. Everybody's a bit painful, but at one point they're saved because you understand that they're gained by their love for theater and their, and their, and their passion. And so it's, a, it's an ensemble cast. We're speaking with the director and writer of this terrific new film called Cyrano, My Love, and we're speaking with Alex, Alexei Milosic, and he is the uh, director and writer of this new film, uh, uh, Cyrano, My Love. And it is playing here in Los Angeles on October 18th. It's opening in theaters on October 18th. Since you mentioned this earlier, that Cyrano de Bergerac is one of the more well-regarded, renowned um, pieces of French theater. Uh, what's been the reaction back home to the film? It, it's been great. It's been really great. Uh, the The film has been a, a, a success for for a first movie. It's been a, I think it's been, and it's been sold in like. 50 countries, so it's been released all around the world, and uh, and in France, no, it's been great, and I've been touring with the movie uh, for promoting it, and I've been touring all around France, so it was amazing to have the the, the, the audience reacting to it so so vividly. Very, very good. Well, I have no problem believing that. It is, in fact, a really fun film to watch. It is funny, it's dramatic, it is heartwarming and and it and it, and you kind we all kind of know the story of mm. Cyrano de Bergerac but this is t- told in a very in a different way and it just brings a lot of life to it so my congratulations to you on many levels in thank this you film so much. thank you uh, we've been speaking with the writer and director of the film Cyrano my love and that would be Alexei Michalek thank thank you so much for being here today on film school radio You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.